Okay. But actually, Gary, that, that just comes to my mind. Gary actually says oftentimes that he's crazy about different social media platforms and that he kind of tries every platform that comes out of the bottom somehow. How are you, how crazy are you about like trying different social media platforms and how, how is that integrated into your daily, daily work somehow? I mean, it's, I think it's really, really, really critical, especially in this business. If you're a creative in this business and you're not a practitioner, mm -hmm. I mean, you're just, you're asking for it, you know, like, and, um, I, but I, and, and I think if you do it just because you're trying to stay current in your business, that's a good enough reason. Yeah. I actually, if I'm really honest, I just do it because I like it. Um, you know, like I, I, I enjoy, like I said, I, I come from more of a place where I'm a, I'm kind of a wannabe entertainer. So, um, <laughs> You know, so like for a while, even though I'll say it kind of died off over the last few months for some reason, but like I was loving musically. Now I'm mm -hmm. like, okay, this is weird. I'm the only like 39 year old guy on musically, you know? And, and so I'm like, that's probably a little weird, but whatever. I'm like, this is a super cool app. Like the functionality is really fun. It's easy, like to make these fun little videos. Um, you know, I would do less of the singing. I would do more of the comedy things, whatever. I have a daughter, she's 12, mm -hmm. uh, You might like this. Her name is Berlin. Oh, that's um, funny. Nice. Yeah. That's why you chose, uh, chose this podcast probably. Yeah. Um, her name is Berlin. And anyway, so she's really into it. So it was also a fun way where, where I could, you know, interact with her and stuff like that. So I, I do it probably – I do it more so just because I – it's fun for me and I like figuring out ways to get into a new platform and use it differently or hack it or whatever. The byproduct of that, which is nice for me in my industry, is that I'm also staying current with things. But either way, like whatever your motivation is, if you're going to be in the business, like you've got to, you just, you need to be a practitioner of these things. I still get blown away. Uh, even in VaynerMedia, you know, I get blown away at how many creatives are like, yeah, I don't really use Instagram. <laughs> just like, yeah, that's crazy because that's your job. So let's right. start using it, you know. Got it. C completely understood it. So, but what are the key factors for you that decide whether you stay on a, on a social media platform and, and you leave one or the other? Because there are so many. How do you choose your time wisely to be on like the right platforms? Well, to me, like the platforms are, are they're either, they either are a hook or they're not. Like I'll kind of sign up and, and investigate everything, yeah. but, but there are certain things within like quickly. I'm like, I don't see why I would need this. Okay. Like I don't, This is, you know, like, I remember there was a social network called Peach. It took me like one minute to go like, uh, eh, this isn't for me. Same with Anchor, mm -hmm. which was like, this is like audio text, you know, basically yeah. audio. And I'm like, eh, I don't really need this. Meanwhile, things like Marco Polo come out and I'm like, this is awesome. Like, right. I wish they would actually make the functionality better and improve some of the filters and things. Because I'm like, holy cow, this is perfect. I use, it's a really, it's a way that I communicate with my creative department because it's basically video texting. And it's like, I love that, you know, musically, that was really fun. For some reason, it's kind of died out on yeah, my day to day. True. So it's just, it's like apps to me are like survival of the fittest. You get in and you try them all. And the ones that add value or that you figure out how to, to use or that, that correlate with your creativity better are the ones yeah. that survive. Like right now, Instagram to me is, is by far number one. And do you, do you think Instagram will be the future still, or do you think there will be Uh, Facebook, uh, kind of like establishing more, like, I mean, Facebook is still like the, the, the more used platform, but do you think Instagram is the right way for, uh, companies to be like the advertisement, uh, platform or what's your opinion on that? Yeah. I mean, obviously 
platforms are going to continue to come and go. And like I said, it's it's kind of wild to think in your head right now that there's something being developed yeah, right. that some someday will be bigger than Facebook, yeah. right? Because that's all what we said about MySpace, you know? <laughs> We're like, yeah, what? So, but that you know, I don't think we've ever seen anything as all encompassing and as big as Facebook. So that that that's a hard thought, but you you got to think it'll happen at some point. Like Berlin will be like, you know. Years from now, I'll be the old grandpa talking about Facebook, you know, and she'll yeah. be like, what? That's dad. Now we have blah, blah, blah. And it's this. But I think for for brands, it's all relative based on your audience. Like brands, if a brand. So, for example, a, a few months ago, there was a brand that was doing a campaign specifically targeting teenage girls, like 14 to 18 year old girls. And mm-hmm. It was like a cosmetic company. And they were spending their money on television advertising. Like television. cable television. Okay. Yeah, yes. and it's just like, you guys are so crazy. <laughs> a, no, no one's watching that. People are watching TV, sure. fine, but they're just not watching the commercials. Right. But your audience, dump all of that money on influencers on, in Musical.ly. All yeah. of it. Trust yeah. me. You know. So I think it's relative on to, to, you know, to what the company is and who your audience is. But um, I mean, Facebook, if I was just picking, if I was just saying generally right now, it's Facebook is where I'd put all my marketing dollars. It's got the best targeting ability. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely underpriced for what you get. There's just so much really cool stuff with video, original content, those kinds of things. For my personal just usage, yep. I prefer, I, I'm spending most time on Instagram for my personal like posting and just, I think they've done a marvelous job. You know, everyone's been like, you ripped off Snapchat. I'm like, I know. And it's working out really well for them. Um, so that that's it's that's my preferred posting right um yeah you can i mean you are a good proof actually everyone steve happens i will put that uh link to in the the show notes you can see great basketball plays or uh or nice views in the new uh, vayner media office in colorado um but what i what i what what just came to my mind is that actually a friend of mine whose parents have a, a quite big engineering company for Uh, more than a hundred years and they say okay we have a b2b company but we actually don't need digital marketing so what's your opinion on that have you worked with engineering or with companies that actually have like huge b2b sales but don't think that they need to focus on digital marketing and what is your actual opinion on what could be the return on investment when thinking about digital marketing well i think if i think i think you got to take the medium out of the conversation first, like, right. So the first thing you need to do, whether it's B to B, B to C, okay. B to A, which I guess will be aliens someday when we're going to business to aliens, uh, you know, whatever, <laughs> it, whatever it is, like you have to start there and go, okay, I'm trying, no matter what, we're still trying to communicate with another human being. Right. Sometimes that human being is just a consumer. And sometimes that human being is the, is the, you know, purchase person at a company or whatever that person, You need to find where is that person? Where are they spending their time? How do I get in front of them in the most economical way? So for a lot of these companies, it's been just like sales calls. Like I'll personally just call this person or I already have my network. And if that's the case and that's the most efficient place to keep going, then great. Um, You know, sometimes people will think I'm going to advertise in like the trade publications or uh, or to go to these conferences. If that's where the attention is, if your whole audience is all flying to Vegas for a conference, yep. then that's where you need to be because that's where the attention is. I would argue that if you look into it, you will definitely find every audience will have a quote unquote 
meeting place uh-huh. that's digital. Okay. Whether that be whether that be a social platform or a digital platform, whatever. But like, I I just think, and and here's what I think is more important. Um, you know, specifically Facebook. It's like, okay, I can find because I can segment. I can find people who are this age that work in this industry. Blah blah. blah. I can find that. I can create video. Something hopefully, you know, it's got to be interesting. Make sure it has a really good hook that it's interesting that it's driving your message. I can create that. I can put that out there. I can see of the people I'm targeting who's watching it, how long they watch it. I can then say, oh man, this 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 group of people watched more than sixty percent of my video. I'm going to assume that means they have a higher interest level than those who bailed after one or two seconds. Right. At that point, I I can retarget just those sixty percent with maybe a, a post or an ad that's a little more hard hitting to convert. Like, hey, call this number or, or let's set up a meeting mm-hmm. so I can come in person. Like, I don't. I got to imagine that that is one of the most efficient and effective ways to market, no matter what your class is. You know, your category. You're still talking to a human. But that said. It's industry specific. So some industries, it's like, man, I can get every, you know, every person who's a boat manufacturer at the boating convention uh-huh. in Flo- Florida, like, okay, then go there, spend right. all your time there, you know, like that might be where it is. But I, if you just lump digital, if you think of digital as just like programmatic banner buying, then mm-hmm. yeah, it's a waste of, it's a waste of everyone's money. Got it. Okay, if, cool. If you think of digital and like social being able to target, then that's the that's the only way to do it. Nice. That was uh, some great insight. Hopefully, my friend is going to listen to it. Who's the en- who is uh, <laughs> the engineering company? <laughs> um, actually, we we talked about a lot of creative stuff and like the way creative uh, processes. Um, as you probably can imagine, there were some questions about Gary Vaynerchuk and VaynerMedia as itself. As always, probably I listened to your podcast with the Austrian no, Australian guy, right? Oh um, yeah, yeah. I listened to it uh, yesterday, and uh, you, you talked a little bit about Gary, so I thought let's do it. I can uh, do it as well. Um, <laughs> what's actually like to to first talk about VaynerMedia? What do you think is special about VaynerMedia, um, especially when we think about the culture? And all the different people, and especially since VaynerMedia is rising so quickly, and you have 800 employees right now, and it's just massively rising. How do you get like a good company culture? How do you inspire your employees? Especially, I think you have 200 employees that are creative in somehow, so you are the head of the the creative people. So, what is helping you to have a good and and stable, um, yeah, culture in the company? Yeah, you know, it's a you know, industry or corporations culture is always such an interesting thing. And the more I've done this business, the more I've learned that it's, it's always just the the byproduct of the leadership. You know, if you have, if you have leaders of a culture who are negative or, you know, who motivate out of guilt or fear, you're going to create a really kind of, you know, uh, conflicting environment where people are always trying to protect themselves, blah, blah, blah. So you come to VaynerMedia and I remember, I remember at first just being like, oh, all right, this will wear off because everyone's just trying to be nice because I'm the new guy. And then, then everyone will get real. Um, because I was like, man, people are very respectful. Like the politicking, that, that stuff doesn't exist here. And it just doesn't. And I've come to learn that it's because of people like Gary and his brother, AJ, who started the company. It's just like that, that thing that I noticed in that one hour conversation I had with him in Vegas was like, yeah. this is a good, good human being. Like I know he's known for like, you know, being the hustler and saying the F word all the 
time and you know flying everywhere and all that but i'm like this guy like has a real genuine care for people that i've never seen before in this industry and uh and that trickles down you learn you know the next layer down knows oh that's how i'm treated that's how i'm going to treat my people and etc 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 so i think that is is so critical like uh and and i've just i just never seen or experienced anything like it i mean i've been in but some how important, like like i don't want to rip you off but how important is that because what i always think and it's probably with yourself also you you are quite busy but how can you still figure in time to talk about and talk with your employees okay let's have a short chat let's feel them uh, let's let them feel I know somehow, um, yeah, integrated into the company. And uh, how do you find the time to f talk to the customers? I think that's always like an important question. It's, uh, you know, that's something that I, I still continue to work on. Gary is awesome at it. He's just like the king. He's so efficient. He's right. just like, crazy, he's also yeah. got like a crazy memory because I'm like, wait, you remember you know everyone's name and, and and something about them. Like he retains information. I'm, yeah. it takes me a little more to go, wait, I remember you. What, what's your name? Um, but I, I think it's key. Like, and I've been learning this lesson too. This is by far the largest creative department I've ever ran. Um, and, and it does, it requires like, Hey, make sure that if there's time during the day where I'm not in a meeting or not doing something specific, um, be, go out there, like walk around, get to know, you know, just sort of mingle. Your presence and being part of people is really, really important. At a place as big as Vayner, you do have to scale though. So I, I really was focused on building some structure where it's like I have my bench of group creative directors yeah. who are directly direct under me and then their creative directors and to give something really good structure so that a, a copywriter over on this end of the building and a copywriter on this end of the building kind of have the same path right they, yeah. they have their relationship with their creative director and their gcd and then me so it's like it's just creating some structure but then also just being available all the time and it sounds silly but things like marco polo uh, are awesome because at yeah. any moment any one of the 200 creatives if they have a thought no matter where i am i'm traveling i'm in a meeting it's also kind of a low stress thing for them to be like okay I'm going to record a video message. I'm going to ask Steve a question or maybe I have a concern or a problem, but maybe I'm not, it's like, I don't want to be face to face because I don't want to have the conversation, but I just need to put something out there. That's yeah. the benefit of, of a text, right? As I'm sending a thing, you're going to respond when you want. And that's why I like Marco Polo because I'm sending a video and I'm responding to it. So I'll get people all the time and we'll just send a Marco Polo being like, Hey, I'm a junior copywriter and this and that. And I love that because I can be driving to the airport or wherever right. I am, and I, and I can respond to them individually. So I think you, you use technology to your advantage right? Um, to, to like have that communication because sometimes it'll get overbearing to be like, all right, I'm scheduling 15 minutes with everybody. It's just... No, you like, can't, right? There's no time for it, right? I, I can't. And I actually, for me, that's not it. I like, I like to create more of like, I'm here all the ways. I'm totally available. Yeah. Come to me when you need something. And I will, I will respond. I'll, I'll focus on that thing. And I think making sure everybody knows that, you know, and feels comfortable with that, that's really important. Where people feel comfortable enough with you to talk about whatever they need to talk about, like that's when you've won as a leader. Right. Uh, so. That actually, yeah. that fascinates me. That's, that's, that's so, so amazing. I think there are some, like, there are not many leaders that have this kind of vision and opinion about that. And I think you're really a role model as, uh, I think, Gary is as well. I think 
still even though i we can see videos of gary like with 15 minutes we can you can still have like a clear clear vision of what he is and what he is actually transferring to the company and i think you are the perfect example that you are the same leader and that you are uh, inspiring people at work and i think that's kind of uh, that's that's amazing for your company and for yourself i think and um, what i found interesting is that you actually still have a structure even though you don't have a hierarchy right yep yeah okay. i mean it's That's the other thing too with, with leadership in general, but for creative leadership, you know, I've been in organizations where, and I found this, this is so inefficient and so I won't do it where it's set up as an approver uh, um, scenario, right? So if you're a mid-level person and you're working on your idea, then you yeah. got to take it to your creative director, they approve it or don't. And then once you get it where you like it, you take it to your executive creative director, same thing. And then you go up this line. And that's and then so the the top person just sits in his office all day and people walk in and he's just like yes no yes no blah 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 and I'm like well that sucks because a you don't have the context you're not in the in the in the trenches with this team and this client to yeah. know and I'm just like that's an incredible waste of time that's also going to assume that I know everything yeah. and that I'm the best you know I'm like ah that's not true so instead of saying like my system is a system of service versus approval so it's like I'm here. And I have my next layer down are group creative directors. I've got eight of them. Uh, yeah, across all of the offices. Uh -huh. uh, London, Chattanooga, Colorado, LA, blah, blah, blah. So I've got them. I'm like, my job is to help you. Like, I am whatever you need. Some of them have had me be like, dude, I need a writer. I'm like, I'll write some scripts. You know, like whatever it is. Yeah. My job is to help you. And then you don't have to use me to – I don't have to approve stuff. I'm here to help you. That dynamic is very different because yeah. they're all, they're doing their job and they don't want to look at me as someone who's like, they're gonna, Steve's going to blow up this thing we've been working on or blah, blah, blah. And it creates this weird fear versus the other way around where they'll walk in and I may have an opinion on something, but I'm like, it's your, it's your call. I've hired you to do that job. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm going to give you my advice if I have it or a suggestion, but that's not a mandate. You are in charge in this scenario. You tell me what to do. Cool. And I think, I think that's really, it just, It means that we don't need five people to approve an idea. You just have the creative director do it. But I'm always available. That's my whole job. My whole job is how do I help? Cool. That's it. Great. That's such a such a nice message to all the listeners, I think. Um, now, actually, to come back to the listeners, there was one listener who asked me if I can ask you about Gary, is he, if he's actually working that much as he's proposing. And furthermore, how... How people like, I mean, Gary get probably gets a lot of emails and how people, how can you get Gary to be, okay, this guy messaged me and I think wow. this guy is interesting. Let's be in contact with him. Those are the two questions that one listener yeah. asks. So go for it. Okay. <laughs> so, so the first one is absolutely. In fact, if anything, <laughs> the, the content that gets put out underestimates how much he actually works. Like he is on nonstop. Like, I don't, I actually don't know how to explain it. I don't, I don't know how somebody, um, doesn't go insane. Like, I don't, he's just, he's so efficient. I think it's this combination of like, he's really efficient. He's very, like, he doesn't waver. He makes decisions. He's a true entrepreneur in that he's like, I'm just going to go, go, go. I'll make mistakes. I'll go, go. Like he, yeah, yeah. he, a lot of people out there, especially in social are just like all talk. They're just like cool quotes and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He actually, his quotes and things come after he's proven it from how he works. Like, Got it, yeah. so he's really, really, really good. Um, in terms of getting in touch with him, 
you know, that's something that you got to imagine as someone with over a million followers on just one, one platform. Yeah. That's, that's, that's not like, he doesn't have the, the time, um, to be able to do that. That said, he's still, I'm still blown away at how many people he does yeah. respond to. I have never, everywhere we go, everywhere. It's kind of funny, you know, it's like you're walking around with a little bit of a celebrity everywhere we go. He gets stopped, right? People like recognize him, want to take a picture with him for the year that I've known him. And I've been around, we've traveled a lot together. I've seen a lot of these interactions. He stops at every one. He has a moment with every single one. Cool. He asks their name. He talks to them like, you know, like celebrities, you know, are always like annoyed by the pop or, you know, people. Right. And it's like, he is so thankful and, and under and, and, for the people who have helped him become who he is, like he does that. I would say for people trying to get a hold of him, you know, that's why he's kind of developed a whole team of people that yeah. like team, team Gary is like assistants and, and people who are like helping manage him because now right. he is getting, whether it's speaking engagements or traveling or Vayner media, it's like he's going a mile a minute everywhere. So that's usually the best route is like to try to go, you know, through, some of the folks he set up a bunch of people that are in this office of CEO to help Tyler scale and him. stuff, right? Yeah, Tyler. Well, Tyler is his his like executive assistant, right? I mean, he controls Gary. So if you need, if you can get to Tyler, um, yeah, I've actually messaged I, a little bit with him. So I'm, I'm I was in contact with Tyler, and he's a great person as well. Oh, everyone's so great. But yeah, I mean, the the honest answer to that is like you just got to understand that. He's he is as as superhuman as he is. He's only one human, right. and uh, but he, I mean, he, if he could, if he had the ability to respond to every single person, he absolutely would. Yeah, but it, and I actually would I actually would imagine that you would too. I think I think you both are like in this kind of area. You're kind of similar. I mean, that you have the time to make an interview with a German podcaster from near Cologne in Germany is quite fascinating. And I think it's amazing that you actually have the time for it. And um, that's very cool. Maybe if you have a couple more minutes, I have the brain feeder, which yeah. are like more like a Q&A session at the end. Uh, do you have a favorite book or something? A favorite my favorite. Book? Yeah, my favorite book is an old book. Uh, it's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, Dave Carnegie, uh, right? Yeah. No, nice. it's just. I think it's foundational reading for anybody who wants that interaction with other human beings. So, cool. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, cal calendar planning. How do you structure your calendar? Do you have Google Google Calendar or do you use uh, the Mac Calendar? I uh, VaynerMedia is through through Gmail and through Google, so we use the Google Calendar. I couldn't do it without Denise. She's my admin. Like, yes. she's great. <laughs> she's she is the best. Yeah, yeah she's. I love her too because it's like I wake up in the morning and she's just like, if I'm traveling, I'll get a call or a text or if I'm in the office, she comes in and she's like, you got this, 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 this. She's great. I love her. So I couldn't do it without her. Cool. Actually, hi to Denise. She was actually uh, email emailing with me about your about your calendar. So that's cool. Um, do you have any, any routines during your day that make your day a little easier? Yeah. Um, I mean, exercise. Like making sure that in the morning, if I'm able, and I've just seen this in my life of like the times where I don't do something that, that makes me sweat in the morning or just something like I'll feel it for the rest of the day. Um, there's another good book. It's not one of my favorite books, but a good book called spark. And it's spark. basically this, 
Yeah. yeah, it's basically the science of proving that uh, a certain you know, like 20 to 30 minutes of, of actual heart rate exercise in the morning vastly improves your mental state. Um, and it's, just, it's, fun, it's a great book. It just shows some of these tests and experiments they did with like these middle school students. Some had like physical education class where they just ran on a treadmill and another school didn't. And like one just went like way outperformed. So uh-huh. I think that's really big and important. So cool. I try to, I try to get up and for me, it's just running. Uh, I just get up in the morning and, and run around New York. But, uh, I think that's, that's critical. Other than that, um, I try to stay away from routines cause I'll get stuck in them, right, you know, yeah. like, so I'm always like, Hey, I don't like routine meetings. I don't like people, you know, a lot, when I first got to Vayner, a lot of people were like, okay, I want to, I want a weekly 20 minutes with Steve. And that's, I did that for a long time. And I ended up finding, I'm like, this is actually not good because I found that we're getting together and meeting, but we're, we're like, well, now what? It's like, there wasn't a need okay. yeah. for the meeting. So now I'm like, I don't do any of that. The minute you need me, let Denise know and we'll meet. But like, so I don't know. Sometimes I think too much routine. It's nice. better to be surprised. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Have the surprise during the day. And especially with meetings, I think that's a problem. Like there are so many meetings and companies that you lose and waste a lot of time just because you have meetings where you don't even talk anything efficient. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the minute that... The minute you're in a scenario where the solution is to meet about it, yeah. you're probably you probably are already screwed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's actually pretty cool. That's a pretty good finish. Before we actually finish off with your last words and somehow how we can get uh, to contact you uh, further, um, I want to really express my respect for you that you actually have the time and that you actually um, yeah just enjoyed. Uh, hopefully the the podcast and I I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with you talking and. Uh, It was, I think I learned so much about creativity and yourself and all the different aspects of creativity. So thanks a lot for your time, Steve. Oh, thank you. No, anytime. I mean, if anyone, if the best way to get a hold of me, honestly, is, is Instagram. That's kind of my, that's my, my platform of choice. And I get, you know, people will ask me questions on there and, and I can respond and stuff. So cool. it's just Steve happens is, is my name on there. So hit me up, but, uh, thanks for having me anytime. I'd love to come back. So, oh yeah, that would know. be cool. Cool. And uh, you have any last words that you want to give to your German uh, German fans and listeners? Since your daughter is actually named Berlin, you have to have some last words. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My uh, my last words would be um, to never get too precious about your ideas or the things you're trying to create. Um, don't don't give up on them. You know, don't don't create throwaway stuff, but. I really believe in this idea of that you make better decisions while you're in, in motion. And so whatever you're doing, because I get asked a lot, I get a lot of questions like, hey, Steve, how would you do this? Or how would you start this? How would you do this? At some some point, my answer is always like, just do it. Right. Like just jump. It's like someone would be like, how would you swim? What do you, how would, would you move your arms like this? Would you move your arms like I push you in the pool and you're going to go, Oh, I'm going to figure out how to swim. That's not to say there aren't like some advice of like, Oh, maybe you should try this or this or this. But I get, a, I get a lot of those questions. I know Gary does too about like, how do you do this? How do you do that? Um, I really think ask that, qu- like just do it, do the thing or do a version of the thing or try the thing, just anything. It will always be worth the time um, you put into it. So cool. Yeah. That's some yep. great, great last words. Great. Thanks a lot, Steve. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah likewise. We'll talk cool. to you soon.